first episode of Femex Melanin. I am your host, Raven Leah, and I am so excited to be here today. We're going to have so much fun. I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while now, and now that school has ended for me, I finally have time. I'm about to turn 19 um, next week. My birthday's on New Year's. But before I get into like information on me, I think it only makes sense for me to talk about the origin of Femex Melanin, how this became a thing. What does the name mean? Okay, so we have Fem. Fem is short for female. Then we have the X, which is like multiplication. I threw a little math in there because we're multiplying it. And then we have melanin. Melanin is long for melanin. I don't know. I tried to make a joke. I hope you left. <laughs> no, no, no. Melanin, if you guys don't know what melanin is, because I'd be, you guys would be surprised how many people do not know what melanin means. But to basically dumb it down, melanin is the reason people of color, um, it's the reason our skin is darker because we have melanin in our skin. So when I was coming up with a name for this podcast, I wanted something that would kind of summarize me. I'm female and I'm black. I have melanin in my skin, you know? So I don't know if that cleared up for you, but that's that's what we're working with. Yeah, I wanted to start this podcast for girls like me um, who just need other women in their life, you know, to talk to them about things, important things, because it's hard being a female in general, especially a female of color. Like, it, you'd be surprised. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast. I want to talk about all of my experiences so far with this. I want to talk about social injustices, basically finding my voice through all of this. So I felt podcasting is a great way for me to do this. Um, Again, I'm 19, turning 19 next week. By the time you guys hear this, I'll probably definitely be 19. But yeah, my birthday is on New Year's Day. I'm a New Year's baby. Um, There's cons to it and perks. I mean, the whole it kind of feels like the whole world is celebrating you because the fireworks and everything on New Year's. So I kind of make it seem like it's all for me, even though I know you're celebrating the New Year. But here's the thing. You guys probably won't understand this, but please try to hear me out on this. If you are born on January 1st, you can only be one age per year. And it's annoying because... Okay, say you have someone who's born on, let's see, um, okay, October something. They're born October 3rd, right? Say they're in 2020, they are 16 years old, right? They, they turned 16 years old that year. Okay, stay with me. Stay with me. I know I'm confused. I'm confusing myself. Whenever I explain this to people, I confuse myself. <laughs> it's really funny. No, no, but hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. They're 16 in 2020. And they're turning 17. Oh, my goodness. Okay, no. Say they, <laughs> say they turned 16 in 2019, right? So, and their birthday is October 3rd. 
So in 2020, they'll still be 16 until October 3rd of 2020 when they turn 17. Therefore, they could be 16 and 17 in one year. Me, on the other hand, I can only be 18 turning 19 next year. Like that, the per okay, back to the person we just created who has a birthday on October 3rd. Um, say they're 16. They could say, hey, I'm 16 turning 18 next year. They could just say that because they could be 16 and 17 in one year. And then the next year they could be 18. So you could just say, hey, yeah, I'm 16 turning 18. I can only say I'm 16 turning 17, even though I'm not 16. But I don't know why I felt the need to put that in there, but that's one of the cons of being born on the first day of the year. But it's pretty cool otherwise to have a birthday on New Year's. But another thing about me, let's see, let's see. Um, I'm a theater slash acting teacher. I have amazing students. Um, they told me they're going to listen to this podcast. I hope they do. If you're listening, hey, what's up? I hope you did your homework. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they loved it. I remember I told them about me starting a podcast in class and they were like, we want to hear. And I didn't have anything ready for them, but they're so supportive. I love them. So if you're wondering where I get this wit from, it's because acting, theater. I love theater. Call me a theater kid, if you will. Um, I represent, but... Oh, I don't know why I left this out. I was homeschooled. I know, right? And I know the stereotype is, oh my gosh, you're homeschooled. Aren't you supposed to be shy and weird? I mean, you guys are probably... <laughs> what makes you think... Wait, what makes me think that you guys don't think that? I don't know. You guys can think whatever you want. But no, I used to be homeschooled. Well, I was homeschooled from like third grade to 12th. I'm in college now, but yeah, I, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I'm not going to lie. In the beginning of it, I was very shy. Um, I could not make eye contact with anyone. I could not hold eye contact with anyone. Like I, we'd be talking, like I could talk to my parents or anything. And like, I could not look them in the eye. That was like the scariest thing to me. Now I just love speaking. Now I'm a communications major. What? A communicate uh, what how is how can a homes huh i know i beat the odds guys i am here i made a podcast which is mainly talking to to basically beat the odds to beat the stereotype of homeschoolers being shy <laughs> no, no no but yeah it's it's very cool i mean i'm i'm still weird and shy i just found a way to mask it basically faking it till you make it if you will that's me um yeah I figured out a lot about myself this year I like talking and so I thought podcasting would basically be a cool thing for me to do yeah so yeah I'm a communications major I have one more semester left and I'll have my AA that I'm transferring to, I don't even know where, I want to go to New York, but again, you need to have New York money, so we'll see where that takes us. So yesterday was Christmas, I'm filming this on the day after Christmas, because why not? I wanted to have something out by the end of 2020, because I have a lot to say about 2020, 
yeah i really just want to make a 2020 diss track because 2020 has really punched me in the face and i bet it has to you as well but like i'm just confused on how christmas came so fast like it was literally just halloween literally just halloween but okay i have a question did we have easter this year because i don't remember seeing any like advertisements for easter or anything like i don't recall having easter this year like i'll give you i'll cash up you five dollars right now if you could tell me right now what you did this easter you have five seconds five four three two see you couldn't even think of it i i believe like america just forgot about easter like we were we were too busy with this virus we're like wait um we're skipping that i literally don't remember what we did for easter Maybe it's just me, but yeah. But Christmas came so fast and it ended so fast. And I'm kind of mad about that because I love Christmas so much. Like I was at my grandma's house the other night. We were watching Christmas movies together and we were watching Hallmark movies. And if you guys know Hallmark movies, they're like, you know, the OG Christmas movies. You have to watch Hallmark movies. No matter how cheesy they are, you just have to. But I was watching it and now that I've gotten older i start to look at things differently and when i was watching it, i'm like okay we watched like a marathon so i'm like wait these plot the plot is like the same for each one like you have the main girl in the movie who's 99 percent of the time white and then you have the white male love interest as well and the movie always has something to do with traveling or getting snowed in or i don't know same old same old but i bet you can literally google the description i just gave you and like you'll a movie will come up from hallmark it'll be like oh this is called snowed in (laughs) or something no i bet you could google that and find a movie that's how basic they are and i was just like where's the diversity it's 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 crazy to me but like i was then they had a commercial come on they had a commercial come on and it was a black lady she was like the main character and i'm like okay we see you i see you all right we see the melanin hey and then you have the love interest the love interest is the white dude i'm like oh i mean well 50 percent. all right okay yeah i see the diversity we're getting there slowly i mean there's nothing wrong with interracial love stories but you know, we there should be a couple good movies out there that's just, you know, 100% black. Black, black, you know? So basically what I'm trying to say is a lot of these movies are whitewashed. And especially when it comes to, like, the kid Christmas movies, like, the animated, all that stuff. Repre- representation is so important. Especially, like, when it comes to the holidays and all that stuff. Oh, Santa, for instance. Like, when I think about the santas and like the movies or like the toys that you get around christmas all that stuff the elves it's white like it seems like the default is always white is what i'm trying to say it's almost like that idea that people have thinking that jesus is white i'm, I'm not comparing santa to jesus uh <laughs> no i'm not doing that oh my gosh where am i going with this okay <laughs> we know santa is not real but no I'm not comparing Santa to Jesus, but I'm saying the context, like how everyone thinks Jesus is not. 
Okay, so I'm not saying, I'm not comparing Santa and Jesus. I'm just saying how majority of people think, oh yeah, Jesus is white. They paint him white, like how they paint Santa and all that stuff. I know Santa is not real. I mean, if there's kids listening, Santa is definitely real. Um, <laughs> I hope there's, I hope I did not just ruin anyone's childhood just then. I'm so sorry. But like, like I said, like, I feel like everyone just thinks white is the default for everything, which is crazy is how everything is whitewashed. Like everything, every toy has to be white. Every Santa has to be white. And then if there's like a black Santa, like that makes a big deal. It's like that literally, it's crazy. But like, honestly, to be honest, y'all could have Santa. Like my parents never really let us believe in Santa growing up. I remember when we'd asked, I'd be like, you really think we're going to let some old white man take credit for what we work hard to buy y'all for Christmas? Nah. <laughs> and we'd always be like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we really don't care as long as we still get gifts. It doesn't matter who's delivering them, honestly. But that's always been so funny. But with all that being said, representation is so important. It matters. It really does, especially being a young girl growing up it's important growing up with disney princesses that look like you you know especially in my time i know we're progressing we're getting better with diversity and all that stuff but seeing a seeing black girls with black characters with curly hair on tv that wasn't really a thing when i was growing up and that caused a lot of what's the word identity searching for me because I would try to be someone I'm not I would it just didn't end well for me um I remember around the age of eight when I was in school we'd have I don't I don't know how to okay yeah PE I literally forgot I haven't been in school so long sorry homeschool things it was called PE we'd run outside and we'd have to do laps around the football field and we would always, we'd have to do laps around the football field. And I remember there'd be the white girls the, like running in front of me and they'd have the long blonde hair just swinging in the breeze. And I'd always be like, I had like, my hair wasn't short. It's like curly, curly girls. No, your hair's not short. It's just like, it's built different. It honestly is built different. So it's not going to swing in the wind like that if you have it in a ponytail. But I would like try to run in a way to make my hair mimic that it was so it's so sad when you look back at it like it's funny when you look back at it but it's so sad like I really it made me I don't know I don't know it's just like I didn't think my hair was beautiful because it didn't look like those girls because all I saw on tv was girls who looked like that you know but it really does affect you growing up but this honestly goes out to the big sisters um, if you have little sisters, it really makes a difference if you help them love their hair. Um, I have a little sister. She has curly hair like me and she has beautiful, beautiful hair. But you're not always going to see it when you're growing up. You're, you're not always going to see your hair that way growing up because you think, oh, my hair looks better straight. It looks better like this. It. You really need to help help your, you need to help your little sister's and little little brothers you know little brothers have curly afros too. help them love their hair because they're not going to love it at first especially growing up around these times 
it's going to be hard to love your hair. I'm literally learning to love my hair now. I recently learned how to do my own hair now. Like, <laughs> YouTube becomes your best friend when it comes to learning how to take care of curly hair. But it's very important, especially with, I see the parents, like you have the Caucasian families fostering black kids, which I think is, I think that's a beautiful thing. Fostering is beautiful in general, adopting, all that stuff. But I feel like if you're going to adopt black kids, it's important to educate yourself on their needs, especially hair needs, because you can end up ruining their hair forever if you're just straightening it, if you're not learning how, what products you're supposed to use in it. Like, that's important. That should be required, you know, because it's so important. Like, it's not just hair. Like, this is part of culture. It's definitely part of black culture. Like, hair is a big thing. It's a very huge thing, and it's important to learn how to take care of it and to teach so, yeah, imagine if girls just started growing up with princesses who have curly hair. And the same type of texture. It would be a game changer. It would make younger black girls more confident. Like, because that's so important. If, you, if you're not seeing people who look like you in the entertainment industry, it does affect you. It really does. I, I'm saying that from experience. I've grown up and I've learned to love myself, to love my natural hair, even with all the challenges it comes with. But it's just so important. That's why I'm always preaching about representation because it's a big thing. Yeah, so I recently posted something on the Femex Melanin page. It was about Yara Shahidi playing the next Tinkerbell. So I have to read my tweet because <laughs> it's crazy. The responses I got okay so let me find the tweet okay so i basically just retweeted like a picture of yara shahidi saying congrats i said it's important to have black and brown kids growing up with disney princesses that look like them tiana is awesome but she ain't enough congrats yara shahidi on playing tinkerbell so that was a tweet i tweeted and then i literally still can't believe this happened <laughs> this guy he comments and gets so mad so i'm going to try to recreate I don't I, I'm <laughs> I'm going to try to read this comment because <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh okay so I'm gonna read it word for word I'm not making anything up this is what it says you black Americans are full of beep when white man or woman take eye job that's supposed to be a black man or woman, you get mad because the character is black, not white, but now you don't say nothing and you happy about. Why the American doesn't do a new story for black people? What? Like, <laughs> you know, I couldn't even get offended by it because I'm like, wait, I, I don't understand it. So I'm not going to get offended by this if I can't even understand what he's reading. Because who knows? Maybe this was, Maybe he said, I am so proud of black Americans in the entertainment industry. I'll never know. It's just like, it's not grammatically correct. So therefore, I cannot get mad at it. Maybe it was positive. You guys let me know what you think. <laughs> I'll put it on the screen. If you guys are watching the video podcast, you can see the tweet. But I was like, huh? What did he say? like i i literally did not know what he said but i thought about this more i'm like a raven okay 
you can't get mad at this because honestly, number one, you don't understand what he's saying. And number two, a grown man got mad about who's going to be the next Tinkerbell. What? I'm sorry, but like, first off, okay, first first off, if you're going to come at me, come at me politically and grammatically correct, please. Because I, you and I won't be on the same level. Like, literally, I... I'm just laughing because I was like, he's this grown man is literally pressed because the next Tinkerbell is going to be black. Like, I'm so sorry that maybe he's a Tinkerbell fan. I, I mean, you know, you do you, man, you do you that it just caught me off guard that a grown man would be mad about that. It's kind of a little creepy, though. Not going to lie. Um, but the, but the fact that people are actually getting mad over who's playing the next Tinkerbell proves the point of the diversity problem in the entertainment industry. Like, (laughs) it's, it's so funny. Like, okay. If diversity wasn't a problem to begin with, Tinkerbell being black wouldn't affect anyone. Everyone would be like, oh, cool, a new Tinkerbell movie. Awesome. Yes, can't wait. But the the fact that there is a diversity problem, that's why people are actually, like, making a big deal about it. It just proves that there's a point. So that's why I don't get pressed about this. I'm like, oh, you're mad. Okay. This is what we're trying to fix in America. Like, this should be normalized. Having black people play these characters. Like, this, this this literally, this man just proved the point that there is a diversity problem. So, I'm not, I'm not even mad about it, honestly. I just, I, I literally asked him, like, hey, can you, like, rephrase that, though? I honestly did not know what you said. But, I'm so sorry you got pressed over. Tinkerbell. <laughs> but, besides having to do with racist people on social media... Being a black woman is low-key fun. Like, I, I, no, not low-key, high-key. I love being a black woman. It's, it's fun. Like, one of the main reasons I started this podcast was to share the experiences I've had as a black woman so far. I know I've only lived for, like, 19 years, and I'm definitely gonna have more stories in the future. Um, but I'm vibing, honestly. I'm vibing. It's, it's cool. It's very cool. I mean, besides the occasional racism, you know... It's cool. Like, I was at Publix the other day, and I have, I usually type out my list on my phone, so I'll have, like, a list that I'm going through. Um, So, I was, like, in the frozen food aisle. I pulled my cart to the side so I can look at my phone to make sure I could double check my list. And this guy, I've been seeing this dude around the store. Like, he just looked like he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like, he, he was, like, bigger. He's a white man. He was short. He was a little on the bigger side but I was like I pulled my cart to the side because I personally hate when people block the aisle and so I'm like okay because like I literally I personally hate when people block the aisle like that's my pet peeve so like why would I do it you know so I pull my cart to the side it's only me in this aisle and you know in the frozen food aisle if you go to a Publix it's, it's a pretty big aisle so I'm to the side I'm looking at my list to see what I need 
So he zooms. So he zooms past me in his cart, and he's like, he mumbles something. So I had a ear. I had one AirPod in. He probably thought I had both AirPods in, but I had one, and he couldn't see the other one. Um, he couldn't see that I didn't have the other one in. So he zooms past me. And he's like, he's like, get off your phone. And so I'm like, I, w- I was like on my phone, like looking down. Cause I didn't, I didn't expect anyone to say anything to me because I'm not in anyone's way. So I, so I'm looking at my phone, I'm looking down and I'm like, I look up at, the, I look up and I'm like, what did he say? Like, I was, I was like, no, 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 he's not talking to me. He's not talking to me. Like this, this dude didn't. And like, why would he, like, why would you say that? I'm not even in his way. He must be on the phone. He doesn't have any earphones in or he doesn't have a phone in his hand at all anything at all he doesn't have anything in his hand so i'm like this dude must have been talking to me and usually like you know i'm the homeschooler the shy homeschooler whatever i don't i don't like starting confrontation with people like especially where i live i live around a bunch of rednecks i'm not i'm not trying to get lynched on the daily like i don't like starting things but like today wasn't the day like today i woke up and i was just like ready i was ready for someone to try me so I'm like, okay, I look up for my phone. He's almost about to leave the aisle. I don't even know why he walked in that aisle. He wasn't getting anything. So I, I, I pull my car. I, I skirt, I skirt over to him. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Sir, sir. <laughs> he wasn't turning around because he didn't expect me to say anything. He thought I had both earphones in. So obviously he thought I didn't hear him. So I'm like, sir. And he finally turns around. He's like, what? I'm like, what did you just, did you just say something to me? He's like, no. I'm like, no, I, I just heard you say something to me. I was the only one in the aisle. And there was this black dude. I remember there's a black dude behind me. There was this one black dude behind me who heard what happened too. He was like entering the aisle as the guy kind of like said it. So he heard it. And I remember when he first said it to me, I looked back at the man to see. I'm like, did he hear what he said? And I could tell the black dude was like, hmm. Like he was like, I'm not even going to get into this, but this dude literally just said that. So I, I run after the dude. I'm like, Hey, what'd you say to me? Like, did you say something? He's like, what'd you think I said? I'm like, you told me to get off my phone. He's like, I don't know. I didn't say that. You, you, you guys, you got used people always say, he's like, you, he was mumbling. He was like, you guys always try to start. Like, I didn't even say it. Like he was like shaking up. Cause he didn't expect me to come over there and confront his butt. But I did. And I'm like, you know, I just dropped it because I'm like, I'm not about to argue with someone who's shorter than me. Honestly, no, that's no, I'm not going to stoop to your level, literally and figuratively. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, my God. No, I'm like, I'm not about to stoop to this man's level. So I'm like, OK, have a nice day, sir. Because he's it was so I'm like, OK, I sat back and processed everything that just happened. I'm like, OK, he said, you people basically saying I'm starting stuff. I was, I wasn't trying to overthink anything, but I'm like, okay, we have a racist dude, you know, what's new? Nothing new about that. But I'm like, what was the point? He just woke up, like he woke up and chose violence. Like, I feel like I didn't even do anything to him. So I was like, huh? Like, I'm so sorry you hate your life that much. Like, I wish I could make it better. I'm so sorry. I just hate people like that who just try to make everyone's life harder. And it's so annoying because I was early vibing. I was doing my own thing having a good day and he just had to try me like that and it kind of I'm not even gonna lie it kind of ruined my day I didn't let it ruin my day but it, it made me mad it, it definitely did make me mad but I got over it it was it was fine but honestly experiences like that 
make funny stories. Like, they make good stories to tell. So I'm not really that mad about it. But, oh my gosh. Like, speaking of funny stories, like, like oh, especially after the election this year. Oh my goodness. Dude, where do I even start with this? After the election, the amount of DMs I got of people saying, I'm so happy Biden won. and Or like, I voted for Biden, by the way. And like, <laughs> and there's one guy saying, how do you feel about the election? I bet you're happy. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? Like, what do you want me to say? Thank you. Like, they're like, oh, I voted for Biden. I'm like, what What do I say? What What do you want me to say? Like, please tell me what you want me to say. Like, I don't know how to respond to that. And I'm like, okay, should I say thank you for not being a racist? Um, like, good for you. I honestly wish I could give you a cookie. Like, I wish I could make you a cookie and ship it to you. Like, thank you so much for what you do. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to say. Like, please... This is a PSA. Just like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the PSA is going to be. It's just stop making black people feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, stop. I don't know. Like, thank you for voting for Biden. Thank you so much for caring about this country. Thank you so much for not being a racist. Thank you. But honestly, y'all really be out here praising white people for doing the bare minimum the bare minimum. Like, I'm serious. Like, a white person can literally go on TV and say, I think cops should stop murdering black people. And, like, there'll be a bunch of coons out there being like, yes, you dropped this. You dropped this, King. You dropped this. Like, what did he drop? Like, no, please tell me. What did he drop? He did not drop anything. No. But you dropped something. You know what you dropped? Do you know what you dropped? Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. I need a drum roll. I, I mean it. I need a drum roll. Do you know who actually dropped something? It's you. You dropped your standards. That's what you dropped. You dropped your standards. Stop praising white people for doing the bare minimum. Like, what? That's massa mentality right there, honestly. <laughs> Literally massa mentality. I'm just over racism. Like, I really would not like to bring racism into 2021. Like, is that too much to ask? Like, is it? I don't know. I just really wouldn't. I just. I don't know. I'm low key. I'm high key. Like, getting it's, it's getting old. Like, it really is. Like, can y'all please think about this with me? Just Just think about this with me right now. There are people in this world being rude to people because their skin color is darker what like can you guys think about how stupid that sounds like because your skin okay because your skin color is darker than mine you're sus you're sus you're sus sorry you're sus no ill get away from me what the pigment of your skin like literally when we go out in the sun like when white people go out in the sun you get darker right like, it's skin color. Grow up. Honestly, racism is just so stupid. Like, I literally, I just will sit down, like, at night and think about everything. I overthink about everything. That's what I do. It's a bad habit I have. But, like, I think about how stupid these things are. Like, we have so much more to be focusing on to make this country better. 
But here we are still being rude to people and murdering innocent people because their skin color. It's so stupid. It really is. Like, let's not bring this childish crap into 2021. Like, we're dealing with enough. We're trying to survive out in the streets. Corona. We're in a panoramic right now. (laughs) I love when people say that. They say everything but pandemic. Panoramic. Panasonic. Pentatonics. I like the pentatonics. The the pentatonics are nice. Um, Guys, it's the new year. The new year means new beginnings, right? I personally, like me personally, I do not believe in New Year's resolutions. I know. I know. I know. Like, like I literally, if I have goals, I start them when I think of it. Like, I literally wanted to lose weight last, like, five months ago because I was, like, tired of the way I looked and I wanted to be healthy. And I started right then and there. I wasn't going to be like, okay, I'll wait till 2021 because I'm like, no, I have the time. I'm going to do it now. And that's what I did. I I held my I held myself accountable. But like I don't know, like 2021 I don't I don't know how I feel about that yet. Like it's it's I'm still in 2020. It's only December 26 right now. But like I'm not going to get my hopes up for 2021 because 2020 surprised all of us. Like that's why when I see people post on their story like can't wait for 2021, I'm like nope, couldn't be me. I'm not going to jinx anything. Like I'm not going to post anything about 2021. I'm not going to get my hopes up for 2021 no like i saw this tweet today it's like when you realize that 2021 means 2021 like 2021 like it won it won the race it won 2021 so i'm like i'm scared anything could happen in 2021 i'd be like okay aliens i mean bound to happen like so much happened in 2021 I don't remember, but what I know, in fact, didn't happen in 2021 is Easter. I will not let that go. Please DM me what you did for Easter. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. Like, I'm not going to let that go. But no, another thing that's like funny to me is people posting, oh my gosh, I can't wait for 2021. I'm so tired of COVID. COVID is annoying. I can't wait to be in 2021. I'm just tired. Like, do you think... As soon as New Year's happens, January 1st rolls in. Like, COVID's going to be like, okay, bye. It's been good. Peace out. See you later. See you never. Bye. It's been fun. Bye. Like, what? Do you do you really think that's how viruses work? I don't know. It just I just never understood that. Like, 2021 could be just like 2020. I'm not saying that. Knock on wood. There's, oh my gosh, there's no wood. Watch me be the reason that 2020 no no but like i am not getting my hopes up for 2021 whatever happens in 2021 happens who knows like 2020 was full of a bunch of unfortunate plot twists in every way like so many things happened but yeah i went on a rant i just think that's so funny but okay i feel like we need to get to the topic we need to get into the topic for today's episode the first episode yeah there's a topic I think this is the way I'm going to do it. We'll see. But I posted a quote on my Femex Melanin Instagram page. You guys should follow it. We can talk on there, you know. But I posted a quote about being proud of yourself. And it resonates with me so much. Like, okay, so the quote said this. So no matter how big or small, be proud of the progress you've made this year. 
And I've been reflecting on that. Like I was thinking about how it's so important to like for us, especially like this year hasn't been the best for most of us for many reasons, but it's important to reflect and look back on all the new concept we've learned, right? Like, like when I was, I was thinking about this year, cause I always like, I think towards the end of years, I like to do this thing where I think about everything that's happened, but like, I don't think a lot of people realize this, but COVID really made us open our eyes to many things. Like COVID was a, butt. like it was a, butt to us. It, I was a theater director Um, I still am, but it's online now, but I, our plays got canceled that I've been working. I was working really hard on with my crew and everything was working well. Then COVID came out of nowhere and just ruined everything for us. Like shows got canceled, all that stuff. But I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I believe that everything happens for a reason and there's good in everything. But I was thinking COVID really made us open our eyes to a lot of things like racism. For instance, this year was a big year for exposing a lot of people, exposing a lot of issues, a lot of stuff coming to light. There's a lot. I'm not going to say a lot of new things happen because I just feel like a lot of the stuff with racism, all this stuff with racism, it's always been here. None of this stuff is new. It's just coming to the light. We're finally seeing it and the reason for that is I believe is because of COVID like I have a question for you guys listening for you the listener um, if we didn't have a lockdown and COVID wasn't a thing do you think the whole situation with Ahmad Arbery if you guys remember Ahmad Arbery he was the guy who was jogging going for his daily jog and he got murdered by these white men white supremacist men who thought he looked suspicious so they took it into his hands and they took it, the situation into its hands and shot Ahmad Arbery. That's the situation with that because of his skin color. So if you guys remember, that was kind of the first major event that came to the light during COVID. That was the main thing before George Floyd and everything. But if COVID was a, wasn't a thing, do you think that trending on the video trending on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, do you think that would really catch our eye like how it did now? Like if COVID wasn't a thing, if we were still busy walking around, going to school, going to work, all that stuff. Do you think this would really catch our art or do you think that we'd be busy? We'd, we'd look at it and you'd be like, okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is sad. I hate racist people. Like, oh yeah, this is bad. I hate racist people. But oh yeah, this is bad. Like I hate racist people. And then like we'd move on with our lives and forget about it the next day. I feel like... Like, what do you, what do you guys think? Like, personally, like I, I like literally to be completely honest, I don't think it would have caught my eye like the way it does, like the way it did. I honestly don't think it would have caught my eye like me personally, cause I was busy college, you know, going on campus, all that stuff, teaching, preparing for class. Like, I personally don't think like I would have, it would even caught my eye, like being with my busy schedule I had, but I feel this pandemic has literally been such an eye opener for so much important issues like it kind of made us slow down our lives in a way and really make us focused in on what really matters to us like don't get me wrong this virus has been bad for a lot of people like a lot of deaths in the family all that stuff like I'm not saying corona yay we love you corona thank you like no honestly 
I, dude, Corona has been crazy for everyone, especially financially. But my point is there's good and bad in every situation is what I feel. But to go back to what I was saying before, being proud of the progress we made so far. This whole like Ahmad Arbery situation that happened in the beginning of Corona, like was what this that whole situation is what really made me open my eyes to all the racial injustice in the world. Like I before before the Ahmad Arbery situation, I was definitely aware of a racism, but I didn't let it like consume my mind for some reason because I hated talking about it. Like my mom was always the person to be like, Raven you're gonna have racist people in your life blah blah blah. this not be like okay yes there's racist people but i'm gonna live my life yolo eh. like i don't <laughs> but like now like ever since covid i just there's been like a change for me like this is all i want to learn about like seeing a, basically i keep referring to Ahmad Ar- arbery but that's literally where it started with me um this is really all where it started for me i remember the beginning of corona I made a video covering what happened on Ahmad Arbery on my personal account and I had a lot of growing. Okay. So let me, a backstory. I grew up, I grew up in a place where around a lot of white people, I have a lot of white friends. I have a few black friends, but I would say majority of my circle, pretty much white. So I was kind of scared to talk about racism and all this stuff because I'm like, what if people hate me? What if they think I'm doing this? What if they think I'm talking about them? Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, I want to talk about this. I want to inform people, whoever's following me. I want to use my small, small platform I have and talk about these issues and talk about how it's affecting me and educating the people who probably don't know about it. So I made a video um, and I remember getting uh, a lot of good stuff from it and a lot of backlash from people who I really cared about or people who I thought really cared about me. So I remember some of the responses I got was like, why are you making everything about race? And oh, if you don't like America, then move. Like basically telling me to suck it up. This is how it is. Like you're being dramatic. So like, of course that affected me. And I was like, what? This hurts my feelings. Like the people, my friends don't even care that this is affecting me. Like what? But back to my initial point, being proud of yourself. I've come a long way since that situation of me posting about, Ahmaud Arbery um I've gotten to the point where if I see someone on my timeline posting ignorant stuff like all lights matter and Trump 2020 and all that stuff I don't even argue anymore like it doesn't affect me like even if it's people like I've known for years I'm like okay you feel that way all right unfollow like I don't care like like I don't even argue anymore like there would be times where I'd be like I would respond to people's stories if they're posting about Trump and I'd be like wait you know Trump said this you know Trump I'll be like no you know what Raven let them be. Let them be ignorant. Let them be ignorant. Like, why are you wasting your breath on this, Raven? You have so much more to focus on. Like, why are you doing this? But there's one Bible verse that literally got me through this year, like with all that. And it's do not argue with fools. It's the Bible verse that says do not argue with fools. Like in that scripture literally has been the motto for me for all of 2020. Like some people are just not worth your energy and time and it's so important to understand that like especially when it comes to black people like all my black friends out there like literally stop explaining yourself to white people i'm telling you now stop explaining yourself to white people you do not owe them anything you do not have to explain anything because a lot a lot of times there'll be white people who 
if they're trying to argue with you and get a rise out of you, they're going to be like, okay, well, if I'm wrong, then explain why this happens. Homie, there's Google. Use Google. You, who do I look like giving you a history lesson on racism and slavery? Like history class should have did that for you. If you don't know that, the school system has failed you. You have been failed. Like <laughs> literally, I do not have to sit here and explain racism to you. You can Google it. If you really want to understand it, show me that you want to understand it by educating yourself. I personally do not have to be the person to do that. And it's like, I, my whole motto is just like, just stop explaining yourself to ignorant people. That's all like, especially for 2020, that's one thing I've learned to do. And I'm very proud of myself. I am not being that person where I would literally take all the time out of my day. Cause you know how tiring it is to like argue with people. Like, that takes a lot out of you. It's draining. It's emotionally draining. Um, Like, I know a lot of people back then, like, months ago, would try to argue with me with around the George Floyd um, time where all the police and all that stuff, um, protests, all that stuff, saying, okay, you, like, there'd be white people, like, reaching out to me in the DM saying, okay, you care about this so much. What about black on black crime? <laughs> I literally laugh because I'm so freaking tired of that like of of that question like i wish they could be more original with it like why is that always the argument and i've gotten okay if i know if you're listening to this and you're black you have gotten that question from one ignorant white friend so i'm gonna help you today if you weren't if you haven't been able to explain it to them and dumb it down for you i'll do it for you so what i want you to do is just send them this timestamp of the podcast and i'll answer it for you so let's see they should be listening now okay so you ask, black on black crime, what about it? Well, you're right. What about it? Like, what about black on black crime? What was our original argument about? Was it about crime in general? Or was it about racial injustice? Ding, ding, ding. Racial injustice. You're right. Black on black crime is crime in general, just like white on white crime just like purple on purple crime, just like green on green crime. It's crime. Like if our argument was about crime to begin with, then maybe we can tolerate black on black crime, but not even then because black on black crime stems from something else, systematic racism. That's a whole other episode we're not even going to get into. But black on black crime is crime. Therefore, your argument is irrelevant and dumb. I don't know what you're trying to, I don't know where you're trying to get with that, but you could try again. Think of another one that was really original of you, but yeah. Um, and to answer your question, if you, if you, if you still don't get it by now, let me, let me dumb it down again. Let me, let me take it to another level. Let me take it to your level. Black people are not killing black people because they are black. Their killing is not racially motivated. The problem that we're talking about right now is cops murdering black people because that is racially motivated black on black crime has nothing to do with race therefore your argument is irrelevant <laughs> is that a tiktok that's a tiktok i'm so sorry i'm gonna be quoting a lot of tiktoks in these podcast episodes if you do not like that this podcast probably won't be for you and i'm so sorry <laughs> but but yeah but again like going back to that point before I've gotten to the point where I'm like going back to my point before, like how I've grown this year, keeping track of the progress I've made mentally. And I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, you feel this way. 
you're gonna be straight up racist on your story unfollow why did i follow you in the first place like that's the main question i ask myself why did i follow you in the first place like why did i really care about what you were eating today like why did i tolerate you and that goes for people who follow me too like if you really don't care about me you could unfollow me it's fine like it's honestly fine i will not get hurt by it because i do the same thing i've gotten to the point where it's like life is too short Life is so short. If I don't want to follow you, I'm not going to follow you. Nothing against you. Or it could be something against you, honestly. <laughs> but, oh, like, honestly, oh, you hate black people? Unfollow. <laughs> like, I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, life is so short to be fake with people. Like, life is too short to be fake with people. Life is too short to tolerate everyone. Normalize not tolerating everyone. Like, like even, even with those racist family members that we have to talk to around Thanksgiving and all that stuff. I see y'all calling out the racist. Like, I see y'all at the Thanksgiving table calling out the racist. Like, I appreciate y'all for that. That's awesome. Keep that energy. Normalize not tolerating. You do not have to tolerate everyone. You really do not have to tolerate everyone. I know with family, it's different. I, I recommend talking to them, having conversations to them nicely about it like you don't have to cut off like your uncle or something <laughs> your auntie no no I'm not saying that but have those important conversations because life is too short sometimes you have to confront people I'm still learning how to do that right now but I applaud all the people who are there who are able to have those hard conversations with people about racism and politics because those could be scary topics to talk about with people you love but it's definitely important and needed it's important to know that we just need to stop entertaining people in your life who are not benefiting your growth in any way. And you need to make sure you're doing the same. I'm not I'm not saying it from this point of view saying, oh, they just have to benefit you. You have to make sure you're being that friend. You have to make sure you're being there for that person um, and benefiting them in some way because they could think the same about you. But like, but in 2021, I wanted to cater this episode to basically be about 2021, going into 2021 with a new attitude and really having closure for this year because we've been through we've been through a lot we've been through a whole pandemic we're still going through one we're surviving but the main reason I personally feel like I've grown as an individual this year is like I'm getting older I'm really I'm realizing how fast life goes by and I'm learning to be patient with myself and give myself grace just for living and surviving because that's hard because we all got stuff we're going through we all got different crap in our lives we sometimes get caught up and we don't take the time to slow down and reflect on all the ways we've grown as a person, especially in these times. It's just so important to be unapologetic and standing up for what you believe in and fighting for what you believe in. But I really wanted to put y'all on something before we close out here. And I thought of this neat idea to write down all the accomplishments this year to help you see the bigger picture. It's something I'm doing as well. I totally recommend you do the same. So it would basically be writing down minor things that happened that were great and major things. Minor thing that happened like learning a new instrument or a major thing like losing the weight that you've been trying to get off for years. You're basically just writing down all of your accomplishments regardless of how big or small they were. Going back to that quote I said earlier with be proud of the progress you've made no matter how big or small. Basically just writing down all of your successes this year. Like, I promise you, you will be surprised. Like, it's all it's all about looking at situations from a different perspective. Like, getting your license this year, you know? For instance, like, driving is such a privilege. Like, be, be proud of yourself for taking the time out of your stressful year to take a driving test, you know? Stop measuring your accomplishments with, like, a long ruler. I don't know if that makes sense, but, like... <laughs> 
I don't know if that makes sense, but like, you know, stop only measuring your accomplishments if they're big enough, you know? Like there could be tiny accomplishments and big. It's all accomplishments regardless. I encourage you to look back at every minor and major thing that happened to you this year and really reflect and be proud of yourself. I mean, we managed to turn every in-person thing into a Zoom this year, which was stressful for a lot of us, especially with school going online. I personally didn't like that, but I survived. I passed my classes. It was a new thing for all of us, but look at us. We're here. I know it doesn't seem like it was a great year, but I promise you, you will find the good in the bad. Writing down all your major and minor accomplishments is a perfect way to end a year with well-needed closure. Like, I know we are used to the whole New Year's resolution things and all that stuff, but it's so important to make sure you're closing the year as well. Like, you're, you're we're always ready to start a new year, but we need to close it. And we need to reflect and slow down and just be proud of ourselves, you know? It's so important to take a step back before moving into a whole other year is what I'm trying to say. Being proud of the progress you've made, like, no matter how big or small, progress is progress again we've made we've been in a pandemic we had a pandemic thrown at us we've had no time to mentally and financially prepare for that but here we are surviving (laughs) we're alive that is something to be proud of and sometimes our life gets really busy but i encourage you to look back look out for those people in your life like your friends and family check in on them and tell them that you're proud of them it may not seem like a big deal But I promise you, especially in times as these, especially in 2020, you telling someone that you're proud of them can make such a big difference. Like, such a big difference. Like, 2020 has literally been a punch in the face for a lot of us. So we really need to be here for each other, if anything. And I understand sometimes we don't have those people in our lives to tell us every day that they're proud of us. But as you get older, you learn how to be there for yourself. There are definitely going to be times where you're going to have to give yourself a pep talk. I've had to do that a lot of times this year. I promise you, once you start being nicer to yourself, you make more progress. Sometimes you just got to look yourself in the mirror and say this. Hey, yesterday was slow and you needed a break. So you did that and you deserved that. You are human and life is hard, but you were built for this. You didn't come this far to only come this far. And that's something I always tell myself. You did not come this far to only come this far. Like, especially with dieting and all that stuff, weight loss. I've I've been going through a lot of that stuff with food, relationships with food and all that stuff. That's a whole other episode that we'll get into. But telling myself that really does make a difference. Being your biggest fan is so important. Like sometimes you just got to be your biggest fan, dude. You literally just got to be your biggest fan. I'm my biggest fan. I love myself. I'm learning to love myself more and more each day. Person like personally this year, I've learned to love myself more. Like I've learned how to have a better relationship with food and I've gotten and I've gotten better at self-control, especially procrastinating with school. But although this year has been bad for me, I found the good in it. And I 100% recommend you do the same before starting 2021. You need closure. We all need closure. Yo, I think we're sadly we're we're ending here. I've had so much fun, but I want to try a cool way of ending these episodes with messages from you guys. The viewers, I don't know what I'll call you guys once I develop a fan base. The Femex Melanin fan? FXM? Femex Mel fan? I don't know. We'll see. That's not important. But I asked a question. The question was, what's one thing that you've learned about yourself or in general in 2020? And I got a few responses. I'm just going to read a couple of them because I want to find a way to keep you guys included in these episodes. So if you want to be a part of the next one, follow the Instagram so you don't miss it. So... One of the first responses someone said is a specific thing isn't going to make you happy. 
99% of your happiness comes from the approach to life. Whoa, that's deep. That's very deep and I agree. The approach to life. I almost read that as like perspective, kind of something like I talked about today. It's all about perspective, the way you see, the way you see things happening in your life, the way, the way events happen in your life. It all, it all depends on your perspective, basically the approach to life. So I definitely agree. You are 100% correct. Um, another response I got from that, someone said, I've learned that if you want to pursue anything, you just have to take a dive and go for it. That's so true. I can agree. I can agree on many levels with that. I took a dive right now and started a freaking podcast. What? Can we can we get some claps in the studio for that? <laughs> I have my little sister in the studio. So she's been here. She's been a doll and I love her. She's been listening the whole time. We've been in for, we've been in here for an hour and it's very cold. It's very cold cuz it's it's like 1 a.m. right now. So we need to end this. But she's been awesome. I love her. Thank you guys so much for listening and also thank you to the people who included what they've learned from 2020. Again, if you want to be a part of it, just follow the Instagram. Um yeah, it's Femex Melanin on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Yeah, we're on all the social media platforms. But I, 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 gu- I guess we're done here. How do, how do we end this? Um, we did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we finished the first episode of Femex Melanin. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed it. This discussion, this chat. I enjoyed this so much. And I have so much more planned for the future of Femex Melanin. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.